this radio out of my pocket. Bring my radio, my RO ADO with me. Or what if we split the podcast up? I'll do culture, you'll do jacked. I'll just go to the gym and get really huge. Yep. You'll start, start wearing tight steroids. pants. And yep. <laughs> I'll do all glasses. the cult, I'll do all the cultural things, and you'll do the getting jack thing. Slowly, your vocabulary expands to this like professor level, yep. and then mine deteriorates to just grunts and groans. Yep. <laughs> and then on the very few occasions that we get together, it'll just be you talking to a grunting caveman. Uh huh. Yeah. So, what <laughs> do you think about molecular science? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about way bollocks, bro. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Today's gadget is a 40 pound dumbbell. <laughs> like, Dustin, last week was a 20 pound dumbbell. Bro, you gotta change it up. No, I don't. I'm getting those gains. Yep, the gains. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Hey guys, welcome to Culture Jack. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Today we're going to be diving into collectibles. Remember, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe, share it with your friends. So get your headphones on, you're about to get jacked. Alright guys, so tonight's episode we're going to be diving into collectibles, some of the stuff we collected, and we'll probably, more than likely, talk about stuff other people collected as well, but before we dive into collectibles, Dustin has prepared, he said that it was somewhat like a marathon <laughs> for today's article. I'm super excited. I didn't compare it to a marathon. I, I, I hope you guys that are listening to this are excited as well. Drop that Knowledge. article. <laughs> All right. This one, uh, it comes from uh, a online periodical I know you read often, uh, bustle.com. You're always over there at Bustle. Yep. I'm always bustling. You're always bustling. Every day I'm bustling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, this comes from Bustle.com. It is titled, Seven Crazy Black Friday Stories That Prove You Can't Be Too Cautious. So by the time this episode airs, we'll already have had uh, Black Friday. And so maybe there will be more stories to add to this list. But I just wanted to to kind of go over a couple of these stories with you. Uh, the first one is a line jumper at Sears, guy in San Antonio, Texas, back in 2012. He jumped forward in the line, uh, and then someone took took umbrage with that, and they said, hey, man, don't jump forward in the line. Apparently, he got in their face, and then when they did, uh, he pulled out a handgun, uh, which he said later was a move of self-defense. No one was shot, um, but many people, many people fled. Uh, another one, Urban Outfitters Stampede. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play you this video, but it's from a uh, the Thousand Oaks Mall in California, and uh, I'll just I'll just let you watch this here. What store is this? Thousand Oaks Mall. No, the store is Urban Outfitters. Yeah. 
Oh, the crowd's buckling. Holy shit. Good God, man. That is a lot of dang people trying to fit through those doors. That's got to be hundreds of people right there, dude. Just pouring into the store. <clears throat> a lot of, a lot of dang people. Um, yeah, that's so that's pretty crazy. Uh, some guy at a, uh, a Black Friday store decided he would, uh, he would, you know, go pay for a TV, and then the cashier rang it up, and it rang up for twenty dollars. And the guy, the guy, cashier said, "There's no way this TV's twenty dollars, man." And he said, "Yeah, it is. Of course, it's twenty dollars." And th then he realized that. He had taped a, uh, a different barcode on there. <laughs> so the guy was trying to get a TV out for, for $20. Cashier uh, reported him to security, and he got a pie as a as a reward. Um, a pie? Like yeah, a... Yeah, like, a, like an apple. I don't know what kind of pie it was. Maybe it was pumpkin. For, for what reason? Because he was smart enough to try it or what? <laughs> no, no, the cashier got a pie. Oh, the cashier. The guy like, got a the guy, long talk in the security room. Okay, afterwards. I was yeah, sitting yeah, there yeah. like, I'm not kidding this. No, no. <laughs> the guy got rewarded for. Listen, man, you're not getting the TV, but we got, got a, this apple pie. We over. sure admire the 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 moxie you showed. <laughs> for pulling this. Yeah, I wasn't. Up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I wasn't following you there. Um, uh, three women at a uh, Philadelphia's Franklin Mills Mall. Um. They were they were fighting and one uh, reportedly attacked another with a stun gun. Jesus. Um, there was no no report on what they were fighting over. There was a fist fight. Um, five shoppers got into a fist fight at a Kohl's in uh, Tustin, California, uh, for unknown reasons. <laughs> one of the assailants was found at the store, and the other two fled and were found later. All three female shoppers were taken into custody, where one was booked. One was released pending further investigations, and the other, a minor, of course, was released to her parents uh, with charges to be requested later. Um, yeah, so those are just some wild Black Friday. And I know you like to go Black Friday shopping. Mm -hmm. You uh, enjoy it as an event mm -hmm. with your family. I, I just wanted to ask you, did have you had any, any crazy Black Friday events? Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen some pretty crazy stuff. The most common thing that I've seen, because I've gone, I actually gone since before Black Friday became Black Friday. I, I went when it was the after Thanksgiving sales event. It was dark gray Friday. No, no, they just didn't call it a Black Friday as in, you know, because it is Black Friday. But they, they called it like the after Thanksgiving when my kids were really little. I remember... Uh, looking at the newspaper for whatever reason that week, and it was like, "Hey, it's the after the after Friday sales event or something." Where did where did Black Friday come from? Do you know? I looked it up before. I can't recall what the uh, origin of it is, um, but it's not as old. A lot of people like to act like it's like super super old. Did you look it up? Yeah, it says uh, the early 17th century. No, it's Jesus. As school slang, in the sense Friday on which it's held, the stopping since dates from 1960s and was originally used with reference to congestion created by shoppers. It was later explained as a day when retailers' accounts went from being in the red to in the black. 
Yeah, that's where the name came from, but the actual date was like in the mid-2000s is when they actually labeled it Black Friday. We're going to have this huge sale. So, I mean, I guess I guess because a lot of people are out shopping there the day after Thanksgiving. and because... Oh, they prove, they, they, it's a proven statistic now that uh, stores that are in the red go all the way up into the green in some cases because they sell so much crap. So red is deficit, mm-hmm. black is balanced, green is profit. Yeah, although the term Black Friday, yeah, was introduced. Uh, it was the Christmas shopping season since 1952. Did not become widely recognized or used until the early 2000s. So that's when it really kind of kicked off into what we know as Black Friday. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've, the, the most common thing that I've seen is uh, people get pissed. So the way, like, Best Buy handles it is uh, they'll walk out before the sale mm-hmm. and walk down the line of people, and there's always a huge S line. Um, they'll walk down the line of people, and they have these little, uh, um, like, flyers mm-hmm. for all those doorbusters that you can read in the newspaper and all this stuff, and they'll ask you, hey, do you want the – Toshiba TV, or do you want the Xbox One X? That's three ninety nine. You know, do you what want? What are you the, looking for? Yeah, and then they'll give out however many tickets they have available, and all those tickets are for the products that are in store, and there is no rain checks, no nothing. I've seen people get really, really pissed off about that. Uh, I've seen people get really pissed off about. That's uh, a great system, though. Oh no, it is. It, it is a good system. Then you're not fighting over people. At no. least in the store, maybe you no. fight over the. Pamphlet, no, there's but... there's disruptions in the store uh, because they. I thought, I thought, and it was like, no, dude. Uh, cutting. I've seen some people get really pissed off mm-hmm. about cutting, um, because there's been stores like I've sat at, and waited until the doors open, waited a few minutes till the crowd. The lines all blown out because a lot of those lines will blow out from a steady line to like this just big mass. Right. Um, that's going in, and then you know people be like you're cutting. It's like there's no fucking line here, dude. Um, but the reason you know one of the main reasons we go is yeah we we do purchase goods, but it, it's become more of like a social experiment uh, for us because it's like I don't give a shit if I buy anything. This is so crazy to watch these you, people. You set this up years ago when they started doing no. deals, and you're like. This is going to be the craziest social experiment ever, guys. I'm going to run this thing for 25 years. Yeah, well, it's just because it doesn't kill me not to get stuff. I mean, I've bought sure. shit. You know, I got a 4K TV for 200 bucks, and it was I had no intentions of doing that. I was at that Best Buy line, and they're like, hey, we got this 55-inch 4K, blah, 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 Toshiba. It's normally whatever, 800 bucks for it's Black Friday, so it's two hundred bucks. It's the doorbuster. Do you want to take it? I'm like two hundred bucks, sure. Oh, <laughs> you take know, it. and and I ended up with a fifty inch TV. So, uh, I, yeah, the the crazy part to me, to be honest with you, is like, man, people get it, and I've seen it numerous times. Like I've been going for shit fifteen years, probably fifteen sixty ever since I like I said it officially got dubbed uh, Black Friday. And the the shitty part about it to me is, like, there's a lot of people that are on budgets that are, are budget conscious that they're doing it because you can save a shitload of money. Like, we don't traditionally, like, over the years we, we've gotten lax on it. We'll start buying Christmas presents for friends and family early on in the year. Um, but there's a lot of people that are like, no, I'm going to save 500 bucks and this is going to go a lot further during Black Friday yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you will save a tremendous my, amount of money if you shop wife, smart. 
she likes to go to it and she's drug drugged me out to it a couple of times and it's just it it's funny it, it reminds me of like salmon going upstream to spawn mm-hmm. man it's just <laughs> you just got a, chaos. a constant wave mm-hmm. of people and i i uh one of my favorite things to do is regardless of black friday or any other event if i'm in the store and it's very busy i turn on my blinkers in the store and i go uh coming out and i just click my right hand and i go <laughs> that's funny and usually people get a kick out of it i i know i do my wife is embarrassed but that's yeah that's, that is yeah I, so as far as crazy shit i've seen some stuff nothing nothing to that degree i mean i've seen people get into argue, argument full bore arguments with each other i've seen people get in arguments with uh the store clerks and stuff and you know, to me, that shit's that shit's kind of sad. I've seen people try to hoard a bunch of shit, and then the clerks are talking to them like, "Look, it's only one per person. Right? You can't have ten of them." And you know, so and that's that's also kind of the shitty part about it, I guess. Well, they, you know, in in the article, they they said as well, you know, which makes sense that uh, stores during this time of year, during these big sales. They bring on extra security, oh, they and do. they bring on extra staff, uh-huh. and they do have extra training for staff. And so, yeah. uh, I, I I never really thought about it before, but it makes sense mm-hmm. because you're going to want these people to know what to do in certain scenarios that aren't going to pop up during you know your your the third of October or something. Just well, you know what? Day. Well, you know what? A cool thing too is. Uh, you go to some of these stores, Target, uh, Walmart, Best Buy, and all this stuff. Uh, well, not Best Buy, but like Target. So Target cases all of their games, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're all encased. They're in these big cases. They'll oh, just open the cases, which is cool because then you just grab the games you want and throw them throw them in your cart and basket and all of that stuff. I mean, overall, I think it's I, like I said, it's like a social experiment because there's been years where I could have just easily bought the shit online or not bought it at all, and I would have been like, cool. But it's just a fun thing. We've been doing it so long. It's just like uh, it's just like a, its own little holiday in itself. We grab energy drinks. We try to sleep. You know, we'll do we'll do an early Thanksgiving. We still have Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. just like everyone. Um, and then we'll hang out for a while, and you know, get everybody fat and happy with dinner, and you know, gear up and off to the races we go. And sometimes we'll go all night. Sometimes we'll just say fuck it and go home. And um, but we've also gotten a lot of cool things. We've gotten other people, you know, friends and family. Hey, you know, if you could do this or that, and sure, uh, you know, it's just like I said, it's just a fun, a fun event. Plus, you get to find a bunch of shit. Like I have found killer deals on certain things that I just happened upon, and I'm like, oh, you know, holy shit, you know. It's like for memory, if you're into uh, film or uh, or not film, but uh, videography or photography, you did best time ever to buy memory cards you know mm. like they're gonna have these 128 card 128 gig sure. cards extreme sand discs 20 bucks those things are 150 dollar cards they sure. do it every year so i always stockpile on on <laughs> stuff on stuff like that because it's like dude i can never you can never have too many of those little bastards so <clears throat> with with uh black friday and then in recent years um with the you know the the beginning of the online sales and Amazon mm-hmm. and all these other stores like that uh, with an event after that uh, called Cyber Monday. If you had to choose which one to keep the Black Friday for the event and the spectacle that it is, the Cyber Monday for the convenience and the deals that it is, what, I mean, which, which way would you go if you only could do one? 
I mean, you can do both now, obviously, but... I don't know, because to be honest with you, um, I've never... I've gotten odds and ends on Cyber Monday. I've never gotten any... Because here's the deal. Black Friday is also online. Right. And I've actually seen better Black Friday online deals than I have... Cyber Monday. Uh, Cyber Monday. So, I mean, I would have to say Black Friday. One interesting thing I will note, so because I've gone every year, I've, I've gone and I've gone in Washington, I've gone all, all over, right, uh, all over Alaska, whatever. But uh, an interesting thing to note was, obviously, as it built up, because even still in those early days, yeah, like I remember just showing up and people were like, what the fuck, you know? Uh, and then it grew and grew and it was a little bigger, a little bigger, and then it blew out. And when it blew out, um, it, that's where, like, dude, it got crazy like that shit, dude. I think uh, there's still really, really big crowds, and it's still really, really big. But they got, ever since that there was all of these, like, trampolings and all of that shit, it changed dramatically to where not only did they have more security, a lot of those stores have those little flyers or tickets and stuff now. They've gotten smarter um, about it. They've yeah. gotten a lot smarter, and they enforce it more, too. I mean, they've got people actually outside with you, guys in line, in line, in line, guys in line, in line, security's going back and forth, all those things. And I think that that's helped that experience, too. Um, and if you don't care, here's here's another little fun thing, too, is, like, if you don't give a shit and you're like, oh, I just want to pick up a couple video games, you know, you're that casual guy, mm-hmm. more than likely you can just show up the next day, uh, for Saturday morning, because the event goes on for 24 hours, Sure, you know, uh, or, excuse me, Friday morning, because now it starts freaking Thanksgiving yeah, it's night. it's basically so. bra- Black Thursday. Black Thursday, yeah, so... Friday, you can roll in there Friday afternoon. Now, if it's a specialty item or a one-off item, you're going to have to get there early. But, again, I think it's um, kind of a fun, goofy event that, man, you you don't see that many people with the exception of, like, a football game or soccer game or some big community event um, go together. I do wish that there was a little bit more uh, community stuff around it. You know, I mean, some of those places offer uh, drinks, like, you know, coffee and, and whatever, but I mean, I, I think it would be kind of fun to see a little difference. Uh, Cabela's does it pretty cool. I mean, they'll have guys out there giving you coffee and food, and um, they've got little heater lamps in some of the areas. So, like, when you get up to the heater lamp, you're like, thank God, <laughs> you know, and they're giving out cards to you, scratch it cards, so you can win up to 500 bucks and stuff like that. I have uh, very, very seldom, very rarely stood out, li- out in line in Alaska for a shopping experience. Uh, and it wasn't Black Friday, just it was uh, when the Wii debuted. Mm-hmm. Remember when the Wii mm-hmm. came out? So uh, we stood in line for that, and me and you know my, my roommates and, and a bunch of our friends, and we brought a couch to that line. We brought the couch, and then we all had you know the flasks and stuff with uh, schnapps in them, and we were toasty warm with hot chocolate and schnapps. And it was, mm-hmm. it was a good time, man. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, that is that is a good time. Yeah, it's interesting stuff. Um, we'll we'll see what's to come. It's not going anywhere any anytime soon. So, all right, let's dive into collectibles. Dive uh, right in. Well, collectibles is an interesting thing because you may think you know someone. <laughs> Right until, and, and, until you see what they collect. Well, well, no, I mean because you think as a kid you're very vocal about what you collect. You're mm-hmm. very like showy, one uppy about it, right? Like you're like, look at this thing, and your buddy's like, damn, I don't got that thing. I want that thing. But as an adult, right? Like, uh-huh. 
I've met people and known them for years, and then, like, at a left field, we get into a conversation, and then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, I collect this thing, and you're like, what? I do, in fact, collect vintage doorknobs. Yeah, yeah or, or, or whatever. My collection. Yeah, you know, or I've got one, you know, I've got a $3 million stamp collection, and you're like, what? Is it embarrassing? Is it embarrassing to have collectibles as an adult? And that's why, why more people don't just immediately show off and say, hey, this is what I'm about, man. No, I think through time it just it's not in relevant it's not in that mainstream conversation that you have with people. Would you say that um it's like if you have an artistic skill unless you're the douchey guitar guy that wants to bust out the guitar every chance you get, right? So like if you're if you're that's like That's not douchey, that's awesome. Not I mean there's a time and a place for it, dude. I, I just feel like there's a time and a place for it. Like We're at lunch, Sam. Calm I know. Down. I know. Why is the guitar here? How did you even get it into the, no, but the I mean, restaurant? When when you're a kid, you want to want to show it off. Uh, when you maybe you're not embarrassed of it, but maybe as a kid, it's more for everyone else. Well, you don't and have, as an adult, it's for you. It's well, something that you enjoy. Well, when you're a kid, though, dude, remember when you're a kid, man, you don't have all this life shit going on. You're very simple. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, I've got my car, my little toy car collection, and I got video games. So I've got really two things I'm going to talk to Dustin this about is, today. This is my whole life. This is everything about me. Well, well right. I mean, that's yeah. what it was, right? And so you fast forward 20 years or 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, whatever. And then you're talking about like more relevant shit. You're like, hey, man, how's a, how's a wife and kids? How's, you know, this? How's that? How's that vacation? Um, did you watch the, the football game? Did you listen to the best podcast in the world, Culture Jack? Stuff like that, man. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, I did, in fact. Yeah, I know. And it's just like, I just listen to Culture Jack. That's my collectible. And yeah, So sure. forth and so on. How is local politics? Yeah. And look at my They're, brand new car, et cetera, et cetera. Well, well yeah. right. That's that's exactly it. So it replaces those conversations uh, pretty dramatically. I mean, and rightfully so, because you grow up and you're not as... Uh, affixated to these items or these things, right? You're a more multifaceted individual when you grow up. But back to the back to my comment on uh, like the skill thing. I mean that that is one of those things too that's kind of in that hobby world, like uh, painters or artists that aren't public about it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have an Instagram account, or maybe they do, but uh, that's also a pretty interesting thing when you when you talk with people. And you're like, "Fuck you, you draw, bro," and then like all of a sudden they're busting some shit out. And you're like, "Damn, dude," or right. whatever. I mean, it's that kind of that same thing. I think you have to get onto that topic. So, ho- so hobbies and collectibles are almost relegated pretty pretty exclusively to a private life setting. They're not immediately brought up, but I mean, unless you know, I, I think unless you guy, get. Well, unless you get onto the topic, or it's it's like a, a trending or normal uh, subject to be brought up in conversation with your friends, family, whatever it is, right? Yeah. You know? What do you collect currently? Yes. Oh shit! Uh, currently, I I got a collection of diecast cars. I still collect those. Um, I collect. I've got a gun collection. <laughs> I mean, that counts, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I semi-collect, like, and I don't, I mean, I don't even know if it's really collect, but I've got a lot of, not a lot, I, I'm very selective on, like, little figures. What counts as a collection? I mean, do you have to have two or more? Uh, is a collection 
something where you have in excess of what you will ever need. Um, you know, uh, I have I have cans of soup, but do I have more cans of soup than I could ever possibly eat? By well, th- is that a collection? I, well, I think I mean, what's a collection? Well, I, well, I think it's an active thing, right? I mean, for it to be collection, doesn't it, it should probably be active? I would think, like I actively have one of the same item. One of the same, but it's, I mean, it's unique among. Yeah, those oh yeah, items, yeah. You don't have this, uh, very right, right. Like I, like I have a pretty big hat collection. Like from I'm the a, same brand or line or something right. Like, that. like sure. I, I've got a shitload of hats, and I mean, like I've probably got a hundred and hundred plus hats, dude. I'm actively hats, buying man. them. Yeah, and I'm actively buying them. a lot of the past hats. Like they were given to me, so I didn't. I, I, I was. I wouldn't say that I'm buying those, but like I like hats, man. Are you? Are you a, a type of person that? So you got all these hats. <clears throat> Obviously, you're not wearing all these hats at once. But are are all these hats hats that you would wear, or are these hats yeah. that you want to keep pristine and keep them, you know, on a shelf? For no, a no, dude. Like I'm, you got them all I, labeled like, alphabetically and yeah, stuff like that. No, no. Like for stuff like that, like I use that shit. Like all my, I've got hats three, and that's the reason probably I collect hats. I mean, I've got some pretty nasty looking hats dude. Hey, like I, yeah i mean i've got like uh i'm big into like north face hats i don't know what it is but like i started buying a bunch of them i probably got 15 north face hats now and you like the i like direction. the fitment yeah, i do the well, yeah. well i just like the fitment of it and it's just the right half for me right and like i've got one that was black that is now brown and it was all just the sweat and the fucking, you know, me dropping it on the ground and getting worn out and, and so forth and so on. Um, you know, but, like, the little action figure guys, like, I, I just like the design of them. And, and I don't have a shitload, so I don't know if that's really uh, – I I wouldn't say I collect them. I have, like – well, I have, like, a little collection. It's a small collection. <laughs> it is. So it's hard to get – it's hard to get away from that. One that I'll say that's really funny and it is really funny. I get those, uh, what is it, one to eight die cast. You've seen them in my garage, the big metal die cast cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. So uh, here's a funny thing about that. Tell me about right? it. Tell me a little bit about it. Get close. So that company, those those things retail for 20, 20 bucks. Some of them are worth 50 bucks. I've looked them up before, right? So between 20 and about 50 bucks is really what those things cost, right? And I've got, I don't know how many, a lot. I've probably got 50 of them, right? Every year, and my wife laughs about it, and there's always a guy that comments about it, Costco gets like a pallet of them every year, dude, and they sell them for $13.99. So I'm a grown-ass man, and I go picking through <laughs> these This die- toy chest. This, well, and it's not, you no, know, it's a, literally like a pallet with these like sleeves in it that they sure. sit in. And, like, you have to pull them out to look behind them. Um, and I, I do it every year. It's just this weird thing that I do. And I'm, like, I, I, I'm, like, addicted to it. I don't know. I mean, that, to me, is, like, a legit collectible. Because, like, I do it every year. I've been doing it for whatever four years straight. So that's got to be kind of fun, too, though. Because it's not just, like, you're you're going, okay, I, I've got uh, the A, uh, 1-2-4. I've got the A, 1-2-5. I need the A one two six. Go online, find the one two six. It's it's kind of like a, a treasure hunt, kind of. Yeah. You're going out. You know where to look. Yep. Um, and you're not really sure what you're going to find out there. So there's some thrill in that too. I would imagine some kind. Oh, there. Of- yeah, there is because those guys aren't. Uh, here, here's the the deal with them, right? Limited time. It's only there for roughly. Actually, they they only have it until they sell out. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, there is not tracking. There is not, because a lot of the other stuff you can kind of track out or just buy on Amazon. I could go on there and buy any one I wanted off Amazon or off the manufacturer's site. So, yeah, it is. There's a little bit of mystery because you're showing up. You're like, shit, do they have this? And I've done that before. There were just a couple of models. I was like, man, I really, I hope they have it. They didn't have it, but I ended up getting something else because I, uh, last couple of years, it's like I'm always going to buy at least one if I go there. Right. Because for the price point, I could literally resell it for more than I buy it for. And I do have some that I looked up like, shit, that's a $50 one that's just selling. You know, so I think it's cool. I also like the cars themselves. That's the whole reason I collect them. But uh, that I would – that uh, that in itself to me is a collectible. Same with Hot Wheels. I do have select Hot Wheels. I actively collect those. If you go in my garage like – the last couple of years, it was a pretty important thing. This is me kind of nerding out about collectibles. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, what, two, 2017 was Camaro's 50-year anniversary. 2018 was, and I, and I might be screwing this up. No, two, yeah, two, beginning of 2018, Hot Wheels 50th anniversary so they, for the last two years, they've had these special edition Camaros. I own a Camaro, uh, real Camaro. And like, uh, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah, I uh, own a Camaro Well, too. right. So what was really cool about it was that all these like special edition Camaros and stuff that they were coming out with. Uh, because Hot Wheel or Camaro, Chevy Camaro, actually even brokered a deal with Hot Wheels. And they came out with the Hot Wheels 50. It, it's crush orange. It's got some special... Special wheels, Ooh, and it's like got, uh, it's got, it looks cool and stuff, but uh, it's literally a Hot Wheels Camaro that's life size, you know. And then they may, of course, made the the little toy car, but um, those are fun too. I've gotten one. I got one that I put a picture of it, dude. People went fucking this. And again, I guess this is attributes a to what we're talking about. So I got a Hot Wheel car. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of them, but I got one that was a Camaro ZL1 which is like a special edition Camaro in real life, the fr- front wheels missing off of it in the package, right? So it's not in the package. Sure. And it's not opened. It's not torn. It's not anything, right? So it's a mess up by uh, Hot Wheels. Right? Sure. So I post a picture on this thing just just like, hey, look at this Hot Wheels, huh? Uh, man, I got probably, when I posted that a year Where'd ago. Where'd you post it? I posted a picture of it on Reddit, and I posted a picture on Facebook. Gotcha. And dude, I got a shitload of comments on that. Not negative comments, but people like, "Hey man, are you going to sell that thing?" You know, a lot of a, a lot of those guys want to buy this cuz it's a uh, ZL1 owner wants to buy it cuz it's a Third ZL1. Car. Yeah. Uh a Hot Wheel guy wants to buy it cuz he's like, "Dude, you got a packaged fuck up that's worth money." And a couple of guys said that. They're like, "Dude, you better hold on to that thing cuz they don't they don't miss the mark often, and when they do, it's a collectible on its own. I right. was like, oh, that's – I had no idea. But sure. I just bought it because I was like, hey, it's missing its wheel. It's kind of funny, and I also collect that car. And I've got <laughs> duplicates of that car too and so forth and so on. That's interesting. That's yeah, and weird. I could go on and on about, like, Hot Wheels alone. There's special edition ones that I've collected – yeah, man, I saw the glint in your eye when you started talking yeah. about this. I don't you know were like, why. Holy cow! Well, it just started coming to mind. I'm like, damn, they, I guess I am a, a collector, a, a of, collector of the of these things. So, uh, what do you collect, man? Enough of the. We'll, we'll have another time for me to dive into another, this. We'll do a whole episode <laughs> on Hot Wheels where uh, I just nap and you just you, talk yeah, about Hot Wheels. Yeah. Um, 
currently collecting? Nothing. I mean, I guess you could say I have a I have a video game collection. You know, I have a lot of video games. Um, not like any of these these guys that have the. You know, they got the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation. Oh, the multi-consolers. The, 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 the retro. The multi. We have every console known to man. I'm not wealthy enough to have a room dedicated to games yet in my life. Uh, hopefully I'll get there someday, but it's not now. Would you really want that? Well, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, like that was, that was probably a fantasy of mine, you know, I would say eight to ten years ago. Right. But anymore. It was kind of cool. Any, yeah, anymore. Um, you know, I don't want all the old consoles just because, you know, I, I've I've said it before on the show. I'm a I'm a fan of newer games, right? And old titles, once you play newer games, they just don't live up. There's something missing, some little detail that they've added. Um, Agreed. But I got I got uh, I got games. Oh, what else do I? I used to collect uh, manga, uh, Japanese comic books. But you're not currently like pursuing any one thing no not really man nothing no because uh, you were big in the anime too right i had a large collection of anime and i uh <laughs> one of the things that happened with one of my exes was i didn't pay her enough attention i was a much weaker man and i got rid of a lot of my anime uh, so i kind of oh she that. got you yeah she yeah. got you to get rid- it's me or the anime dusty yeah i said god baby i love you I'm and going you, just, and you got <laughs> rid of it. Yeah, well, um, I still have a lot of it, but not nearly as much as I did. Uh, so I can't say that I'm actively. Did you ever? Anime. Let me let me ask you this, because like I was I was I bear like I got a I got into mainstream anime, right? Oh, like, you didn't. You never you never walked down a dark path no, or a dark alleyway. When no, it, came to it just anime? it just never got got to me. But one thing that is really freaking cool about anime. Aside from the anime itself and all the characters and all the IPs and all that, that's that's mm-hmm. in that world. And anime and man- manga are intertwined, obviously, because sure. one's one's first and second, blah, 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 right? As far as, you know, it came from a book or it came from a show or whatever. And then they generally intertwine. But they got some badass freaking action figures and shit, dude. Like, yeah. like uh, anime busts of their people or anime... Uh, big to scale figures and shit dude like i have seen some just insane you talk about collectibles man i went to uh japan when i was 18 years old maybe i was 19 but i went when i was i was younger and i went to osaka and i went to a collectible shop a comic shop in osaka oh my gosh you talk about those little figures they are everywhere i mean they they've got the you know, like the gumball machines that you put mm-hmm. a quarter in or mm-hmm. whatever. They had the gumball machines that you put, you know, a hundred yen into or whatever, and it, and it pop out a pop out a little like a digi ball. Yeah, a little <laughs> little. And you throw it against the wall and it blows up. Little egg, you crack it open and you got the little tiny Gundam or you got the little tiny uh, Dragon Ball That's character cool. or something. And I'm so, talking about like the more intricate, like crazy ones that you see people. Oh like, on yeah, and you can buy shelves and like, shit. You, you can get Gundams, you know, that are oh, these like huge thousand, two thousand piece toys that you have to put together. I I, I imagine uh, uh, the mindset would be very similar to that of those cars that you were talking about earlier yeah. that you look look through Costco to get where they're these intricate pieces, um, and then a lot that are intricate pieces. Then you then have to. Didn't have to paint, but I never got into 
collecting and i mean just like hot wheels with you i could probably talk about uh, i could fill up a whole episode on anime and manga uh which reminds me we still need to do that at some point <laughs> we do um but I don't but you never got into that the the, the was that ever tempting though cuz I got to say like to be a fan of that not to at least like kind of peek, peek into that world and be like damn dude I could get some badass figures or whatever it, it is it was tempting but it it just it never got its hooks into me man I I stopped really collecting I mean well, I mean after not that the animes, because I did have a lot of anime, but uh, before that, I stopped really collecting probably when we were in, well, in high school, I collected hacky sacks. <laughs> I must have I must have had 50 to 60 different hacky sacks. Holy cow, I, I, I had a few, not that, not near that, I had like two. I found this <laughs> online shop, man, that, that was selling all these, I mean, they had sandbags and dirt bags and the ones that... That lit up in the dark. That had actual lights in them. Ones that were glow in the dark. You know, bead bags and speed bags, and um, the ones that you you kick over the net. There's a sport where people are upside down half the time, kicking this mm -hmm. woven ball back and forth over the net. And I I uh, I bought a couple of those. I got really into the hacky sack culture, and I bought a bunch of like hacky sack training videos, and and you know watch these pro hacky sack players play hacky sack and talk about hacky sack and man this guy he had the best tricks he was the fastest i ever knew he was fast at everything man you make a sandwich he makes it super fast <laughs> he does hacky sack even faster it's like damn <laughs> that's funny but yeah so hacky sack in high school and then back when we were youths uh collected uh x-men cards yeah i was big as a kid i was really big into cards period baseball football X-Men, I still have some of them too, basketball. Mm -hmm. In fact, I need to go through because I sold a couple of those cards on eBay and then I was like, ah, fuck this. And then actually I should probably crack those books back open and start selling again because I have zero interest. They're just sitting there. They're all protected and sure. I've got thousands of cards, but uh, I should probably crack those books open and try to sell some of those again. And Yeah. Uh, comic books. Uh, I get weird with comic books every couple of years. I'll crack open some of the comic cases, and they're all like I went through, and they're all cellophane. At one point, I had them in alphabetical order. It was like really weird. This like OCD bullshit that I have with my own stuff. But uh, well, the X Men cards. I remember you could, you'd buy the packs, and the the savers that were like the page savers that went in the notebooks. Mm -hmm. There were nine slots, mm -hmm. and many of the packs had the, they were kind of like puzzles, just mm -hmm. real simple <laughs> simple puzzles, mm -hmm. and you're like, I have to get all of these right. to complete this giant picture of all yep. these X-Men fighting each other, and those were always really cool to yeah, me. Yeah, they were. Well, and there was a lot of cool, I mean, like, I used to get, with sports cards, I mean, like, I really got into that for a while, man. I mean, like, I was getting Beckett's and looking up prices and this and that, and uh, Magic the Gathering. I've got a mm. couple cases of that. What a couple cases of those. Shit, I've sold some of those, dude. I've made money on those too. Did you? Yeah, man. What uh, What's the earliest thing you can remember collecting? Uh, I mean, like toys and shit when you were a kid. But outside, you know, like all of us did. Everybody did that. Right? Hot Wheels. That's the last time. <laughs> that's the last time I collected Hot Wheels. I had this cool Hot Wheel container. It was like a circle thing 
and it had a ramp out of one side, but you could spin the cars on the inside right. of it. And so you'd select your car, get it over to the ramp, and, and then you'd drop the ramp, and it it just slide. It, yeah. it wasn't yeah. like yeah. shooting it out or anything. It just slide down. Like, this is the one I'm playing with, guys. Go ahead and pick yours. Right. Let's but do yeah, this. I mean, pro- probably Hot Wheels. I mean, that more than likely Hot Wheels. And then... I got into Pogs for a while. I collected those. Pogs were awesome. Pogs and my Slammers. And oh, I love the, yeah, the yeah. heavy ones, the Slammers. Yeah. They yeah. were my favorite. Yeah, I had the big tube that you put all your little Pogs in, and you're like, oh. I don't remember us playing Pogs a lot. I just remember us collecting Pogs. Yeah, I had some. I, and it's funny because my grandfather gave me some uh, because Pogs originally were that the whole thing came from was they used to be on milk tops. Uh-huh. It was just a collectible things that kids started collecting because it used to be a little plastic cardboard thing that came on your milk top. And then kids would collect a bunch of them, and then they would get, like, a big heavy thing and smash them down. Big coin or something. Yeah, yeah. and then they would just smash them, and that's where it all came from. And then it evolved into a, a little mini sport and that's everything. Hilarious. is. It, it is hilarious. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I did that. Like I said, the collectibles, the comics. Oh, the comics. <clears throat> Funny thing about that. And I've got a I've got a nice little mini assortment of comics, but uh, is every once in a while because I was running the spawn lines, like I'll get this wild this wild thought. I'll open the comic my comic boxes, find them, and then I'll be like, oh, I gotta go find you know twenty four of spawn this, and then thirty seven of spawn that because I was running the first ten lines on all the spawn series. So now, like, I've got Spawn number one, two, uh-huh. three, four, five. I think I got all of Spawn one through ten, you know. Uh, Venom one, Guardians of the Galaxy one, um, a bunch of those. I got a, a Frank Miller signed Batman comic. Dang, that's cool, man. It is cool, you know. And I, well, and I was big into that for uh, a little bit, even in my 20s. I just ran through, it just ran through my, ran through, ran its course through, and then it was like, ah, I'll walk away from it. I collected rocks. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. You weren't one of those I guys. D- I did. Well, it, I wasn't one of those guys. If by guys you mean children, then yes, I was one of those children. I remember one of my family members got me a rock polisher. Oh my goodness! Like it was a little. Yeah. It was a little. Uh, you could plug it in, and it would just churn and churn the, the and churn tumbler. the rocks. And you put the little water in it and a little bit of gravel, and it would just polish the rocks up to a nice shine. Um, and, uh, I probably only did it once or twice, uh, but man, I just remember that being so cool, pulling these rocks out and be like, what is this treasure? Right. What is this treasure that once was nothing is now treasure? It's That's freaking hilarious. Yeah. I remember collecting some rocks. My kids do it though. I mean, I think it's just a kid thing. Yeah. No, my kids did it too. My, my kids collected rocks and then like. My son, if there was some crazy looking stick thing, like, I was like, you're not taking that shit home. We don't need a big branch in the yard. You know, no, it looks cool. And it's like, no, dude, I don't want a branch in the yard. They give them to me at the door. I'm like, hey, guys, give me your rocks. And they'll pull them out of their pockets and hand me their rocks. They're like, these are for you, Dad. And I'm like, thanks. And they'll go inside and I'll put them back in the driveway. Yep, yep. Exactly. That shiny <laughs> rock was really just gravel, bud. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, the fun part too that that we'll talk about because it's extremely relevant to collectibles, and that is, uh, you know, with baseball cards, with comics, with uh, Magic the Gathering cards, with well, cards, cars, 
all of that stuff. I mean, a lot of trading, you know, and, and sure. at a young age, I remember trading a shitload of things back and forth, dude. I'll trade you this for that. I'll trade you. And even as, you know, even in the, in the high school, it was, it was kind of relevant, man. And it's kind of a funny, a funny way for you to kind of get your feet wet on the barter system. Right. I just think that's kind of a cool thing to remember. I, uh, my, my son, he's getting into Pokemon cards and that's kind of, kind of his, <laughs> you look like a man who's been through Pokemon. Oh, we've got a shitload <laughs> of Pokemon cards. Uh, anyway, he's into Pokemon and we went to, um, one of my, my cousin's house and, and his in-laws kids were there and one of the, one of the boys was a little bit older than him, older than my son and, and they were looking at Pokemon cards, and, and he's like, hey, I'll trade you this one and this one and this one. And my son, who's a little bit younger, was like, yeah, sure, here, 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 here. You don't even need to give me any years, here. And I went over, and I was like, whoa, 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 what's going on over here? Um, listen, kid, he doesn't know about this stuff yet. He doesn't know what he's giving up, and I don't know enough to uh, referee over this this little tourney. Or, or, or care. So we're, right, we're right. shutting this down right now, yeah. sir. Oh, yeah. The, we're shutting this down. Yeah. You can come back in two years, he'll know what he's doing, and he can make some informed decisions. But right now, this man's stocks are staying in his uh, portfolio. Thank you very much. <laughs> which was a good, which was a good call, because my my son has gotten in trouble numerous times for, <laughs> for pulling off the shady deals. For, which for is just too Pokemon tempting. Cards? Well, uh, those and magic cards and sure. all of that, because it's just too. Tempting. The other sad part too is is he's also gotten taken numerous sure. times, and it's like, dude. Well, he said, okay, there's one way to look this shit up. Like, magic's really cool because it's digital now. Sure. Um, I believe the Beckets, which is what what you looked at baseball, football, uh, all of those cards. I believe those are digital now too, which is really cool because you can just go in and like click your card, click your card, click your card, and have a collection of them. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, and I'm sure Pokemon and, and that stuff has, has some kind of they they have to have some kind of uh, value uh, literature or whatever you know to, to be able to reference. Okay, this card at this time is worth this much money. Because I remember uh, it was really funny. <clears throat> it must have been the early 2000s. I was working with this guy that was out of the military who was like a fucking freak of nature. He's really cool. He's Sergeant, he was a staff sergeant and played Pokemon. Military. No, no, he was uh, the dude was a freak of nature with football. Okay, uh, NCAA football. Man. One of these stats guys. Oh yeah, no, he like knew, Yeah, he, it was it was crazy. Sure. I've never met someone like this dude. That was just like, bah, 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 and I was just like, at that time, I was into uh, my football team was Arizona Cardinals, and like he was getting me going on this NCAA shit, man. You know, <laughs> bah, 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 you know, and so um, at the time I was collecting cards. Uh, and I started getting into uh, NCAA cards. I'd never gotten into that before because I'm like, man, this is kind of weird. Uh, and it was because they weren't – what was weird about it was they weren't constructed from mainstream companies. So you got like Donruss, Tops, Upper Deck, all of these companies that make these like mainstream cards, right? Uh -huh. Well, for NCAA at the time, there was none of those companies. It was like these weird sideball companies, right? 
And so I started investing in this because, you know, I'd go buy a $50 box, $100 box, sure. $50 box. And then it got to a point to where, like, drafting, drafts were coming up because that's where all of this shit goes. It actually leads somewhere. It's pretty wild because you get NCAA cards early, and then you hope that you get a Peyton Manning, and you hope that you get a quarterback at that value or that purchase price. In five years, you got, like, this epic freaking Tom Brady character in one of those cars, sure. right? Because, like, I have signed NCAA cards. I've got uh, jersey worns, which is cutouts of their jersey that they actually wore in football games and mm-hmm. shit. And So I remember there was a card that was a triple-headed monster because at that time, uh, Arizona, which was my team, was getting um, – I oh God, I can't, I'm not even going to be able to remember his name. I- anyways, he was a uh, Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, quarterback, but the Triple Head Monster had three All Stars on one card, and that card. This is before Pro, so this card was like if you pulled this card, <laughs> it was worth fifteen hundred bucks. So it's like, and you had to get get the card and then sell it pretty quick because once they go Pro, if they they tank their careers. That yeah. card's not going to be worth shit. It drops down. And that's how a lot of, well, yeah, and that's how a lot of those cards and a lot of that stuff works, though. That's that's how kind of uh, volatile or how, how elusive those things can be. Because you'd be like, oh, I got this guy's card. It's going to be worth a lot. He's doing good this year. Next year, he breaks his leg. It could be worth shit. So, <clears throat> the Cardinals were your, were your team. Mm-hmm. So, who's your team now? It's still the Cardinals. Oh, it's still the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Fairweather fan. I You want to know how I selected the Cardinals? <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. How? So, at that time, I didn't lie. I, I hated the Seahawks. For whatever reason, I hated the Seahawks. You just did. You it, said, I need another bird team. No, no, no. I didn't. No, no. What I did was like, <laughs> Only you know, I, I got I to look into these other teams. Remember, this is like internet's just, just kind of going, right? And I was playing PlayStation or whatever. Maybe it was Xbox just xbox sure and i was playing i remember clearly i was playing madden and i did random selector for teams and i kept playing the cardinals back then josh mccowan was on the cardinals he was a quarterback shrug uh, shoulder uh and it was like uh you know what i like these guys i'm gonna start following them. they sucked really bad but I was like, you know what, I like them, and I stuck with them, and ever since then, for whatever fifteen you years, you picked your football team based on a video game. That's I pretty did. neat. I did. I, I, I guess there's to... worse ways to go about it. Well, I didn't know. Like at the time, I knew I knew the Seahawks were. I knew I knew a bunch of teams, but like I was like, I don't know who. Like, how do you choose a? How do you select a football? team? I think I did the same thing for an NBA team with NBA Jam. Are the Timberwolves a team? Yeah. Yeah, I think because I always was play as the Timberwolves mm-hmm. on uh, NBA Jam. I never followed them in, in real life. Uh, are they still a team? I, yeah, I believe so. I don't follow basketball for shit, Minnesota. All right. Right? I have, no, Minnesota I, Timberwolves. I have no idea. But. Uh, I did that same thing with the uh, NHL team, too. Did you? I Well, yeah, because 10 years later, I was like, you know, I, don't, I, I watch hockey, but I'm not a hockey guy. And I got the uh, NHL game and did the same thing, and it worked well for me. It worked wonders. I, on, I only played uh, NFL Street. Well, uh. <laughs> and actually, speaking about football, though, I was a huge collectible, uh, a Cardinals collectible fan. 
Oh, so you'd get like the coat and the hat and the scarf no, not not like that kind of collectible. Little flag like, and I've the got, finger. I've, well, I've got Did like you get the finger. No. What I, the hell were you doing with your life? I got like an autographed football from Anquin Bolden. I've got another autographed football. Uh, I've got a bunch of their a bunch of expensive cards. You know when uh, a better quarterback was there, of course, and um, a bunch of those guys um, and a bunch of their memorabilia. I thought that was cool, like this goofy toy. Some of their goofy toys still in the package, shit like that. So, a, a pretty big collection there. All right, collectibles is fun. But since I don't have any more, I'm done talking about this stuff right now. Uh, <laughs> and before we end the episode, though, you, uh, as is customary in these episodes, have brought a a gadget mm-hmm. to uh, the end of the episode. What what did you bring for the show, uh-huh. sir? I have something that's <laughs> going to change your world. I, I hope you do. Otherwise, that whole thing that I just said... Would be for not. It'd be a terrible thing. On tonight's episode, episode. <laughs> we're bringing you. Oh, <laughs> it's a long drawn one, boys. It's a long. Get ready. No, no, it's <laughs> He's not. He's dragging this. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, tonight, it is. It's not really a gadget. Let me just explain. <laughs> Let me just explain this. Spit it out already, man. Have you heard of Shadow? <clears throat> Yeah, but I can't find him, and I don't know if I'll make it back to Neverland so if me, I don't. Let me go ahead and explain what this is to you. <laughs> T- Shadow, Shadow is the high-end gaming computer accessible from multiple devices. This service starts off at thirty-four ninety-five a month. So it's a streaming service of some kind. Yes, high-performance gaming forever. Shadow will always provide all of the power you would get from a high-end computer tackle new game releases at max settings. Freedom to play on almost anything. Turn on a laptop, Mac, smartphone, tablet, or a five-year-old PC into a shadow through the app. That device is just the portal to your shadow. This is the exact thing that we were well, talking about before. Okay. I know this is crazy. This is pretty pretty crazy. These guys, I they're ahead of their time. They are. Shadow's components are upgraded regularly at no additional cost and never need expensive repairs unlike your physical PC. Shadow stays high performance. Shadow is a complete system. Shadow runs from a secure data center on a Windows 10 desktop. Anything you can do on a high-end computer, you can do on Shadow. Let's watch a short video. All right. This is obviously not running on Shadow. It's buffering. (laughs) Damn you, Shadow. It's buffering on Shadow. What the hell, man? This is a uh, a, <clears throat> a shadow of a video. Oh, there we go. 
So, bring your games with you. Any game on PC can be played on Shadow. No need to buy new titles. Just download your current PC game library and start playing at max settings. Shadow is currently available in the highlighted states and will become available nationwide. So is Alaska it, highlighted? No. We're not even on the map. <laughs> but it is the uh, northeast and almost the full e- like true east coast. And it looks like Oregon, Nevada, and California. Um, 15 megabytes for all connections. Shadow is fully compatible with fiber, DSL, 4G, Ethernet, Wi-Fi, starting from 15 MBS. Powerful. The components of your Shadow are located in a highly secured local data centers. Your Shadow has the equivalent power of a $2,000 PC with cutting-edge technology transmitting a perfect image. It it counts me out automatically because I'm not from – I'm from Alaska – and I don't have a internet connection that is greater than 10 megabytes per second. That's what I pay for, and I typically am getting about six to seven megabytes per second. Are you download. kidding me? No, that is my internet speed. Okay, but you're talking about moving. That's true. Okay, and your phone with uh, four bars of LTE should be getting more than 10 megabytes a second. Yeah. So it can work with your phone too, man. Yeah, I'm not going to chop just up say, all my data. Let's just, let's just say you're in Anchorage, which you'll have any any service for internet up there is over 10 megabytes per second. You're in Anchorage. Would you consider this thing? Uh, at half the price, I would. So what, 15 bucks a month? At 15 bucks a month, I would. Because ultimately, you're just streaming. You understand yes. that, right? It's like YouTubing your video games. Well, we talked about this in a previous know, episode. And uh, it, the dark future that, that video games could become where you don't own anything anymore, even digitally. It's all streaming. It's all subscription service. Uh, that's really... <laughs> when you brought that up, that's really surprising to hear because we just, just talked about it. I can't remember which episode it was, but we did talk about that before and... Like, they're doing it. They are doing it. And it, it makes sense. I mean, you know, if you does. can stream in 4K, you can play games in 4K. I mean, yeah, that's, this, well, once you're, that's if brilliant. You're, if you're streaming from a remote device, this just becomes a remote monitor. That's it, yeah. And then any anything else from your computer, your laptop, your TV, becomes just a remote monitor. That's freaking genius. As a, as a consumer who has had spotty or shoddy internet for all of his life it makes me nervous because as far as the subscription based online all the time service even if i were to move to a a, a higher populated area with better internet i just something is built in me that makes me nervous when something is so dependent upon your internet connection but i do think it is brilliant i do think it is the way things are going in the future because that's kind of like getting almost like a uh, Netflix for video games. It is. Except yeah. for, because the biggest the difference is, except for, you don't have to have some hokey, you don't have to have a console that you have to buy every few years. You don't have to have a PC that you have to upgrade. That's what's kind of cool about it. Well, they, I mean. I mean, granted, they're only providing the service to play the game. Right. You still have to buy the game. Right. The and the 
you know, where Netflix is, you download the thing, you stream the thing to you as you are, as you are inputting right. controls, that's got to go back up, you know, through the cloud to the servers there. So there's, you know, that, that download upload right. kind of, um, disparity that has to be reconciled. But I, I think it's uh, amazing. And like I said, if I was in a place with strong internet connection that offered it at half the price, I would be all on board with the with the shadow. Right now, it's uh, too much for me, both in internet connection and in price and in location, because it's not even it's provided not, in no, Alaska. Yeah. But do you think that it it is going to continue to grow? Yes, I, I do. And I'd be curious to find out how many other services there are like Shadow, because I'll bet you a shiny nickel that it is not the only one. I bet you there are others out there. Maybe they don't. They don't say that you know it's on the highest uh, powered PC. It's not on the the super richest graphical settings. But I'm sure there are other game game streaming uh, services out there that that exist concurrently with Shadow. Do you think so? I'm I'm sure of it. Yeah, I don't I don't have a clue. I just thought that thing was super cool. Funny thing to note. Hold on, let me go back to this. A funny thing to note. So that the PC that you get is a uh, it's a GTX 1080, which I've got two of them. That's a lot in mine. Um, it's a Xeon CPU. Is a Xeon. A Xeon is a server a server-based processor. So they're stacking these bitches in a server and running Xeon processors. That's amazing. That's because crazy, it's man. it says it's dedicated per person. So that means they're stacking these graphics cards line in, line out, micros with Xeons. That's in fucking brilliant is what it is. It'd be it'd they're be, outputting all that it'd shit. It'd be cool to see some uh, pictures of their setup of their operation. It's just servers, dude. Yeah, I know, but it'd still be cool. Lined yeah. up, stacked on top of each other. In just a case. Yeah. Air-cooled case. So. I guess it wouldn't need to be that cool. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> It'd just be a big-ass, it's just servers. You see, that's that, That's why uh, a, a layman like me is when it comes to PCs, you know, I will always be a consumer gamer. And so I would never, I would never go out and build my own PC that I would mm -hmm. upgrade different parts and pieces. I just, I don't know enough and I'm not willing to learn. But something like that that was spoon fed to me. Oh yeah, no, know? that's that about as be, that's about as simple as it gets. It, it is. You hook up to the internet, you go to the website, punch in your login, buy. Yeah, your oh, and game. it's got an app too. Like you can. But the cool part to me about it, the really badass part. So, a, I mean, I understand that whole stuff. I own servers and sure. own server racks, which is a whole different story. But what's super cool about that to me, it's app driven, which does allow for it to be on multi platform because it's all it is is mirroring. So, like, Windows 10 has that already, has that function. That's mm -hmm. how come, like, I can play an Xbox game that's in my Xbox on my Windows 10 in my room or in my office or wherever it is, right? Uh -huh. uh, but what's badass, though, and what I'd love to test is, dude, you could play Fallout 76. You could play Red Dead Redemption on your cell phone, and it will look as good as it does on whatever. Provided you've got a, a phone that supports that, right? Uh, supports the visual, yes. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so if it's 1080p or whatever, 1440 right. or 2150 or uh, 3820, you got 4K imaging. Yeah. If, if you got the internet connection or the data speed, 
it's going to support the gameplay. It's going to support the game. But well, and they said that they said the, the output, the output's super strong on it. So if the output's super strong, I'm not sure what that looks like as far as obviously because they don't even share it, mm-hmm. or I didn't see it being shared on what that download bandwidth is. But that's pretty sick, though, dude. It's really sick. It it's definitely something that we're going to need to revisit later to kind of see where it is, see where it's I at, think see it's where go- it's going. I, personally, I think it's going to evolve. Because I think, because Windows, like I said, is already doing some of that with the Xbox. Because Xbox, you can put a game in your console, go to your Windows mm-hmm. 10, um, turn on your Xbox and say, play the, I, I haven't, or I did do it once. Um, and you can play it from a different room. That was the episode. It was the Future of Consoles oh, yeah. episode. And we talked about... Um, the potentially the next generation of PlayStation and Xbox going to at least in part, if not whole, a, a streaming type service like that. So I don't know if the shadows is kind of beating them to the punch there, um, or but if that's this is be this a, is different from what they would go to, and even what we talked about. We talked about them doing like a Nvidia Shield kind of thing where you got this little console. You don't need any. Nothing is actually at your house. It's a web browser. What? It's a web browser. It's a site that you open up or an app that you open up. Yeah, that's all it is. That's pretty neat. That's super cool. So that's the shadow. Oh, and let me, hold on. I'll give you what the official website is, too. In case you were looking for it, it is at HTTP backslash backslash (laughs) shadow.tech. And you can find it at Shadow Tech, man. Check it out. That's cool, man. If you uh, live in some of the affected areas and you, you've tried it or you're planning on trying it, let us know. Uh, you know, Hit us up at Culture Jacked and tweet us uh, with the hashtag shadow. Yep. I think would be appropriate. But that's it for the episode. Uh, so throw your headphones to the floor. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook at Culture Jack. If you like the episode and you want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and we'll see you next week. Culture Jacked. Tech, games, movies, and more.